listening to the Salt Churches podcast. Here you can listen to messages, inspiration, and lessons learned about planting micro churches all across the nation. Thank you for tuning in. To find more information, you can visit us at www.saltchurches.com. This podcast is brought to you today by Salt Church's founder, Parker Green. All right, guys, gentlemen, let's talk about porn. The reality is that 90% or more of Christian men have looked at porn within the last couple of months. Christian men, people that have access to Jesus, the all-powerful Jesus who we're born again through, the one who gives us access to the Father. Now, you're still a Christian. I'm not saying that someone that looks at porn all the time all of a sudden has lost their salvation, but what I am saying is this is a huge problem. This is an enormous problem for men. And I'm gonna tell you why I think it's beatable and how you can do it in your daily life. So think of all the times that you screwed up in your life, all the times that you made the biggest mistakes, all the times where uh, you may have regretted what you did or you really regret what you did. Weren't you just trying to feel alive? Weren't you just trying to get something more out of life? Weren't you just trying to break that monotonous numbness that's constantly in your life? I think Jesus offers a solution. Sometimes it's just not the solution that we choose. Yes, he loves us more than you can possibly imagine. Yes, he's obsessed with you. Yes, he believes in your future. But can you really do everything that you're called to do when you're stuck watching on a computer screen or watching on your phone something that you know is absolutely wrong? So here we go. I'm going to give you a solution. And the reality is that I think this can set you free. I remember in my early 20s when I was really habitually looking at pornography. And the way that I broke away from doing it all the time and really letting it screw up my life was inviting Jesus into the situation. Okay, that sounds really weird. Okay, oh, I'm going to look at some porn on my phone. And you're like, Jesus, take the wheel, right? <laughs> like That's not the second you're thinking, oh, man, I really need to talk to Jesus right now. But either before or after or somewhere in between, I just told myself, look, just tell Jesus about it. And first of all, it just kind of made it awkward. <laughs> and second of all, what it did is it brought me something I didn't expect. And it was acceptance and intimacy as soon after I got the false sense of intimacy. See, a lot of us guys are really just cowards. We're looking at pornography, we're looking at these things online because we can't connect with real women. We're scared to connect with real women, or scared even to know who we are ourselves. And it's so easy to just turn on a phone or turn on a computer within two minutes, you've got free somebody that's obsessed with you, that's saying you're strong, that's saying you're this or you're that, and you don't have to have any strings attached whatsoever. Let me tell you the best way to come against Pornography in your life is to stop being a coward and start connecting with real people and start connecting with your wife and start having real conversations with real people and find real intimacy in Christ. See, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence 
and the violent take it by force. What is he saying? What does he actually mean by that? He means it takes every single ounce of your being focused completely on adhering to and grasping onto the kingdom. That's how you avoid doing stupid crap all the time. That's how you avoid habitual sin. What started happening to me when I really stepped away from porn is when I decided in my heart that I was going to throw everything that I had at the kingdom of heaven and everything that Jesus had for me and everything that I had in my relationship with him because I was looking for false intimacy, something fake. I was going to stop being a coward. I was going to stop hiding behind a computer screen or a phone. And I was going to start connecting with real people. And I can tell you today, especially those of you guys that are single out there, I would not have been with the woman that I have today if I was involved still, as much as I was in my early 20s, with pornography. I've had a couple of slip-ups when we've been married, and you know what? I told my wife about them. And the reality is, I regret those mistakes. But I don't have the same problem that I had before, because you know what? I decided to tell the truth. Sit down for a second and write down why you think you're still habitually looking at porn. Tell yourself the truth about who you are as a person in this circumstance and in this situation. Because the only way you're going to be able to go anywhere is if you know where you are. If you're trying to get to freedom, if you're trying to get away from this thing, you have to know where you are first. It's all well and good for somebody say, to say, I want to go to Chicago. But from where? You have to start somewhere. So you have to know where you are. You have to know where your bondage lies around your heart. And you have to know how to get free. So here's what I want you to do. Men, take some time, get alone, get quiet with God and invite him into this situation. And then when he gives you an answer, throw everything you have at this. This is a chaotic part of your life that's making it hard for you to live in social situations. That's making it hard for you to approach real women. That's blowing up your creative brain and making it difficult for you to step out and do everything that has called you to do. Literally, scientifically proven that this, the creative part of your brain is shutting down when you're habitually looking at porn because of shame, because of disgust with yourself, and because it's using up space it shouldn't be using. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, and you know what? You're gonna screw up along the way, but you don't have to. Stop turning accountability groups into something where you meet together and say, hey, I screwed up again this week. Hey, I screwed up again this week. Accountability is about calling someone into their calling in the kingdom. It's not about just talking about sin. It's about who you are in Christ now, what your new identity is. So here's what I did in my early 20s. I sat down for a second and said, look, this thing's not going to work anymore. This isn't going to be a part of my life anymore. I'm not accepting this as normal. And I'm not just saying because other people do it or I do it less than others that it's okay. What I did is I invited Jesus into this situation. And I chose to be courageous. For every single one of you guys out there that either binges on this stuff, that looks at it consistently, or just slips up every once in a while and doesn't tell anybody. Here's the reality. It's killing you. It's making you feel even more numb in your daily life. You get that quick little kick, and then the rest of your day turns gray into this vanilla-flavored life that you really don't want. 
But Jesus offers you something better. He offers you the way of the violent. He offers you stepping into the kingdom of the heavens with every single ounce of your being. It'll take everything you have, but it's everything that you wanted in the first place and it's everything that you're looking for. Don't let this thing destroy you. And for that matter, don't let anything else destroy you. Tell yourself the truth. Invite Jesus into the situation. And then take the kingdom with all the violence that you can possibly muster. So Jesus wants to take you into a kingdom that you can't possibly imagine. Yes, the door is narrow. Yes, you're going to have to pick up your cross and follow him. But the rewards are beyond what you could possibly imagine. Step out of this gray, boring, cowardice life and step in to a life that Jesus offers you. Something that is so above and beyond anything you could imagine. That's why Jesus says you've got to throw everything you've got at this. Because he knows that if it's not everything, that it's nothing at all. So don't get stuck in between. Don't get stuck in a mundane Christianity filled with habitual sin and brokenness. You have the choice to be free now. Do you find yourself in this pattern of behavior where you get free and then you find yourself looking at porn again? You get free for a while and you feel great about life and then you slip up all over again. I know that in so many ways, guys are into this pattern right now in their life. They're, they're blowing it over and over and over again, and they feel like they finally put this thing behind them, and then they fall flat on their faces again. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at the solutions that Jesus offers. His teaching isn't just uh, some nice metaphors to maybe possibly apply to your life when you're feeling good about yourself. Jesus teaches what he teaches so that we can throw everything we have into his kingdom and be completely transformed, a new way of life, a new kind of human. And that is what will set you free. Realizing that you're not that person anymore. You're not the type of person that steps into habitual sin. You're a son of the king, a son that is disciplined, that his eyes are straightforward, and he's stepping into the kingdom every single day and into the intimacy that you're looking for with Jesus. In my late teens and in my early 20s, I was addicted to porn. I couldn't stop watching it, and I think I'd get free, I think I'd step away from it for a while, and I'd go right back to binging. But you know what? I'm free now. The reality is that no self-help book, and even a book about getting free from porn, is not really going to help you. The only thing that's actually going to help you is a walk with Jesus and his power to set you free. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you feel inspired, encouraged, and empowered to change the world for the name of Jesus. Make sure to tune in and listen to our other podcasts and download our app, Salt Churches, found on iTunes. We hope to see you and hear from you soon. Thanks. Have a great day.